I'm Pete Primo. This is the podcast for furniture and mattress store owners who want to make more money without the BS. Welcome to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. If you own a furniture or mattress store or you work in one, this is a podcast for you. Pete Primo here with my good friend and co-host, Doug Stewart. I'm going to make a little bit of, a, of a, an, an announcement here, Doug. The, the uh, opinions that I put forth are not the opinions of any of my manufacturers. And today, there are going to be some very strong opinions. My friend alerted me to an article that I hadn't seen. It's called The Death of a Salesman. And it was put out by Tuft & Needle. And it is so full of uh, marketing hype and untruths and slanderous to our industry that I felt we needed to devote a podcast to this and get this podcast out right away. Instead of holding on to this for a week, I'll probably publish it in the next two days. So, Doug, what was the first thing that hit you? Uh, when you read this uh, this media piece put out by Tuft & Needle called Death of a Salesman. <laughs> what hit you first, my friend? Well, I think that the title is the thing that irritated me that, at, at first. I mean, just sort of the idea that, that selling or salespeople or a, um, or a human connection with another person is... Um, is inherently negative and inherently evil was um, was kind of the first thing that that made my antennas raise up and I, I wouldn't say I mean it's just a little bit of a pet peeve right that the people that think that that salespeople are, are inherently evil and that process is inherently sort of um, sort of a negative negative thing for the end user um, and obviously it can be right almost almost everything in our world is is amoral like like money it depends on how you use money, whether money's good or bad, right? You can say that about anything else. And people are the same thing, depending on how people, um, depending on their level of integrity or their level of training or their level of um, just their desire to want to help people. That is really what determines whether it's a good or a bad thing. So to suggest that having a human connection with another with another person as a as as a way to um, get the best product is to me is 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 very very far reaching and it's almost like this Pete you know Tuft and Needle came in and they're they're doing some really interesting things and I have a lot of respect for you know that part of the industry right now with Tuft and Lisa and Casper and all those guys right. and um, they've certainly rocked the boat and I think that's good for our industry um, but I see them, they've positioned themselves to be sort of outsiders from, from the retail channel. Oh, yeah. And, and I see it like this. I've got, I only have one sibling. I have a little sister, and she's about five years, a little more than five years younger than I am. And when I was growing up, me and my sister could have all the fights we wanted, and we could slap each other, and we could scream at each other. And that was all good. But if someone else slapped my sister, it was a big problem. <laughs> and I feel like that this article kind of gave me the same feeling that they sort of they sort of slap something that that I care really deeply about. And I understand that there are there are certainly issues, right? There's things that that should be worked out. And just like any industry, there's there's areas of areas of our business that I would I would rather not um, 
um, pull back the covers on to give you to give a mattress pun there but for, for someone who has sort of positioned themselves to be outside and is using that negative speak to leverage themselves it feels a lot like a political attack ad that 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 we're that we've been seeing and we're going to see a lot more of this year well one one of the things that i want to point out is you know whether it's casper whether it's tufton needle or lisa they all uh start off with this story about how they shopped for a mattress and they had a bad experience at three to four or five stores and so then they decided to do some research and eventually find their their company and they come to the brilliant conclusion that one mattress is all you need and everybody can sleep on one mattress despite your body shape despite your physical ailments and it's just not true it it it, it it's so bad of a position it's un it's undefendable it's it you cannot defend that position with any logic and so i would i want to make something really clear this is the beginning of my 34th year in the industry i don't know how many salespeople i've trained it has to be in the tens of thousands and doug I know that you've trained a lot of salespeople one-on-one and Mm -hmm. that you've trained a lot of store owners too in your position with Mega. And I don't know where you would put that number, but it's significantly more than four or five. (laughs) A few more. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think the the trouble for me is when I read this, and Pete, I think we, we need to put the link to this um post in the in the show notes yeah we will. Um, just so I'll, I'll just so people sure can have that. kind of a kind of a point of reference you know but i think that the things that that stuck out to me that i thought were were sort of really interesting is you have these tuft and needle they're a technology company they're a marketing company and they've done a really good job with what they've done but they sort of speak to the um, the margins in the betting industry and how unfair it is for the consumer. Right. But then when you look at their product and the fact that so, they've 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 cut out so much of the process um, and the margin they have on their product, well, well, they're, let, they're sort of speaking out of two sides of their mouth there. Yeah, they they, they really are. And, and a good friend of ours, uh, Jeff Janakovo, has put bought some of this product and put it in his showroom and shown people what exactly is in a tuft and needle, exactly what is in a Casper bed. And I'm sure eventually he'll, he'll expand that to, to uh, Lisa and maybe some of the others. But, but here's the thing. When we tear these beds down, we get, you know, this bed that they're selling to you for $7.99 or $8.99 for a queen set. When we get down to it, we're getting about $200 of cost. So that's that's what it is. The manufacturer's probably selling it to them for $350 to $400, and they're doubling their money. So that's a regular retail markup. I mean, the average markup in a retail mattress is actually less than that. Um, when you do the nationwide statistics, it comes in between 44 and 45% profit margin, which is slightly under double. So if something costs $100 and you sell it for 200 the industry doesn't even do that 
is an overall percentage. It's a little bit less than that. But these guys are either at double or a little above double. And so, yes, Doug, they are talking out of both sides of their mouth. And again, I'm sorry, but, you know, there's, there's no other way for me to deal with this than to call it what it is. It's a lie. And the, sure. the, the most destructive lie is to sit there and to say that all salespeople are evil and bad. And I've trained, as I said, probably in the neighborhood of 10,000 RSAs, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And I would put the, quote, evil, incompetent RSA is a very, very small percentage. So I will just say this. Tough to Needle, you wrote this article. You did it to make money. You're telling a lie. You went to four or five uh, places. You might have a, a, a few customers that have had bad experiences. And I'm not saying every RSA is perfect out there, but by and large, the ones that I've trained and the ones that I've worked with over the years have been great guys and great gals, and they're professionals. They work hard. They tell the truth. They have the customer's best interests in mind. And I want to address one thing that's that's in this article. They imply that a commissioned salesperson is uh, somebody who's a money grabber and not a professional. And I would just say this to, to, to you, and Doug, you can pick up on this and run with it as much as you want, but I, I just want to get this one point in real quick. When I have worked with salespeople from non-commissioned to commissioned, the commissioned salespeople were more competent. They knew more about the product. Not only that, really highly paid commissioned salespeople understand there is only one way to be successful in sales and that is to tell the truth all the time so the notion that a salesperson who is on commission will will tell a lie and that it's a high percentage of them it's just false and shame on you tough to needle for writing this article i mean i don't have much of an opinion about it doug (laughs) you you have any thoughts on that aspect of this fiction that they wrote you know, to to quote the article um, specifically, one of the when it talked about the sales the salespeople, it says these sales associates don't care about you buying the right product that will fit your needs. They care about earning their hefty commission. And so I think it's I think it's interesting that they kind of put all salespeople in this box because what they're really doing is saying salaried employees are better than commissioned employees, right? Which is interesting and maybe true and maybe you can get there if you've never been to like the DMV where everyone is on salary if you've never been on a sales floor or in a retail place where everyone was on salary and you couldn't even get anyone to speak to you and so there's a different culture that comes with salary only and I'm not knocking that but if you're gonna have salary only there has to be a certain type of culture that exists so that the customer gets the experience that they need. And so to assume that just because the people are on salary that they're better people is is like saying that they're better people because they live in this this state instead of that state. It's completely separate to their their character of, as human beings. It speaks more to the culture of the company itself. And so, you know, it, it, look, here's here's the other part. The other part 
just like two paragraphs above that, it says the ad- average American uses a mattress for eight hours a day. But at a typical mattress store, you try um, each option only a few minutes, which I think is interesting because you don't try a an online purchase product at all of, at all and you know they tout their 100 night guarantee and that's a great guarantee that you can get at most mattress stores um so there's not really a differentiation and here's here's what i think is interesting the fact that that these guys are sort of online they're marketers they're they're pr folks they've taken in a significant amount of money um from investors um which is is fine is great and they're treating their customers, they're treating our customers that we're, that we're competing for, they're treating our customers um, like they live in the dark ages. Because right. today, today, w- the way they're explaining the sales process as far as interacting with a, with a salesperson is customers are coming in and getting completely tricked. They're getting the wool pulled over their eyes and they're getting like bamboozled, right? But the truth is that almost every customer that comes into a mattress store, furniture store, whatever today has this thing in their pocket that could answer any question that they have. It's called the internet. It's called a cell phone. <laughs> right. And so the only thing, the only function of a great salesperson today is curation of information. The information is already there. They're not really giving new information. They're just curating the information that a customer comes in with to help them to make the right purchase. And so Look, I, I, I'm the first one to say the mattress industry has some issues. I don't think it's the problem of the salesperson. I think it's the problem of the companies and the way they market and promote their products. Like, if Tuft & Needle wants to go after that, I will share that article and, and I will cheer for it, right? Because I think primarily the way that the mattress industry advertises their product and tries to acquire customers is, is backwards and mixed up, Right? I agree with that. When- but to make just so such like far reaching like because if if they're on commission they're inherently wrong and and if you're not getting to if you're not trying your mattress for 8 hours then you're you can't know whether it's the right mattress or not which right. sort of ruins their whole their whole position. And you do it with other things, right? It's like it's like saying you shouldn't buy a car because you only test drive it for 30 minutes. But you're going to use it for the next five or six years. Well, let let me let me just pick up on a point there. When they say the average customer, I would really like to see the research on that. The average customer lays down on a mattress for X amount of minutes. Listen, that is a customer's choice. Okay, I've trained my salespeople, and I know that you have too, to encourage the customer to take as much time on each mattress as as they possibly can and to try it in the position that they use it. If you sleep on your side, try it on your side. If you sleep on your tummy, try it on your tummy. You sleep on your back, try it on your back. But, you know, the biggest revolution that probably hit this industry is the adjustable bed. And it's helping 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people. The reason it's so important is there's so many health issues out there. There's people that have sleep apnea. There's people that snore very loudly and uh, they don't get enough air. And when you raise their head just 10%, they can suddenly breathe easier. And, you know, there's people with circulation problems. There's people with respiratory problems that adjustable beds help dramatically. And here they're encouraging you you know, basically to, 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 to buy a flat bed and this is the be all and end all and this is the answer for everybody. And to me, it's just such a false premise. It's, it's just unbelievable. The other thing is when you look at other 10 inch, 11 inch thick beds in the industry, they're built better. I mean, they have done everything they could. When you look at the cores and you look at the foams that are used in these products, it's not great. It's nothing to brag about. And the other thing that I would just say is, you know, Tuft & Needle, I, I, I know that, you know, you're appealing to a certain customer and you could care less if, if you piss off an entire industry. But let me just say this to you. Right now, everybody is making a bed similar to your bed and to Casper's bed. And before long, you guys will not be able to sell it for $7.99. You guys are going to have to start selling these bets for $4.99 and $5.99 if you're going to even be in the ball game because the retailers have beds now that are available to them that are built identically for less money. So your premise is false. And what you're saying to the customer that, you know, come buy from me because I'm cheaper. You're not cheaper. You're more expensive. So this is going to be a very interesting thing. I just have a real problem with any company that, you know, insults my entire industry that I love. You know, I came into this industry as a frustrated kid that just graduated from college and didn't make pro football. It's helped me to realize all of my dreams. And I've done it 100% on commission. And I have not done it by hurting people. I have not done it by taking advantage of people or getting hefty commissions for that matter. I used to tell my customers, please tell your friends and family about me and about my store and please send them in because the commissions are so small that I couldn't possibly make a living just selling one person at a time. So please send me your friends and relatives. And I had people bringing in their friends and their relatives. As a matter of fact, well, I'm not going to get into that. I actually had a had an old Italian lady bring her daughter in and try to ma- marry us up when I was already married. And she goes, oh, you're already married. Do you have any children? Yeah. How many? One. See, he's only got one children, one child. He, you guys could be perfect together. <laughs> Just a funny little story that happened. But this is what I would say. When, when you insult an entire uh, block of people, Because they work in a store. Let me tell you something about RSAs, all right? And the ones that work on commissions, they work nights, and they work on weekends, and they work on holidays. And most of them spend a lot of time outside of their responsibilities of working, trying to develop their sales skills and their knowledge of the industry. And I would say many of the RSAs that you blindly 
say, are money grabbers going for hefty commissions who will say and do anything to make a sale have more morals than you have because you're lying to people. You're telling people this one mattress is the best. One mattress. And we've torn your mattresses down. They're not that great. So seriously, I'm sorry, Doug. That's why I did my (laughs) disclaimer at the beginning. I always try to keep it positive. But you know what? When, uh, When... Somebody punches the industry that I love directly in the eye and insults the people that help, uh, you know, that help this entire industry go around, you know. Are we perfect? Nope, we're not perfect. Do we have a long way to go before we are perfect? Yeah. Show me an industry that's perfect. Here's the thing. You accuse everybody of making great, great sums of money. Looks like your markup is the same as everybody else's, so I don't see where it's such a great, uh, great deal. To my RSAs, I love you guys, and uh, thank you for all the hard work you do. I respect you, even if this article doesn't. I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon, Doug. What do you, you got? Any last thoughts before I, I, I see? I did all the dirty work for you. You could just be the Mister Clean guy, yes. and I, yes. I was the dirty guy this time. You got anything else, Doug? Uh, yes, absolutely. So here's here's the deal. I I think the the biggest takeaway is this: when you read this article, you have to narrow it down as small as you can. If you're a retailer, if you're a salesperson, if you're a manager, if you're an owner of our, in in our industry, and you have to say to yourself, how much of this is true about my customer's experience? Because the truth is, is the online channel is not going away. It is as small as it's ever going to be. However, online increases, as digital communication increases, personal connection becomes that much more valuable and that much more important. And so take a good look at yourself and your business and say, how does this reflect on my business? And make sure that your customers are getting the experience that you want them to get and where can you make changes to ensure that you're not what these folks are saying because i don't believe that that is a fair reflection of our industry but i do believe that it is a fair reflection of some retailers and so this is a gut check i think for it should be for everyone who reads it and sees it this in the this in the betting retail channel to be able to look at themselves and say how does this reflect me and and if a customer comes into my store, then reads that article, do they see the lie? Because that, that, is, that is a lie. And the only way that that's true is, through, is true through a very narrow experience, a very narrow customer experience. And so, you know, I think this is, this is an article that really gives some opportunity. And I would say that, you know, as, as customers are coming in and asking those questions, you know, be above reproach. Be above reproach. Take high roads, and say to your customers, "Look, they they do what they do, and share with them the truth without disparaging uh, their character, um, the same way that they are trying to sort of disparage yours." Great words of wisdom, Doug. Thank you. We are going to include the link to this article in the show notes. You can get the show notes at peteprimo.com. P e t e p r i m e a u peteprimo.com show notes will be there Doug if someone uh, wants to 
talk to you more, see more about who you are and what you're about? How do they get a hold of you? Uh, best way to get a hold of me is my personal blog, Doug-Stewart.com. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Doug, thank you. I got this off my chest. Hopefully, I can go through my day without thinking about it one more time. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Guys, we will see you on episode 28. Time is flying by. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. We love reviews at our podcast. They help us get found. Please review us at iTunes or Stitcher. And while you're there, please subscribe. This podcast was brought to you by Primo Furniture Sales. For more tips on selling furniture and mattresses, go to PetePrimo.com. Till we meet again, sell a million. Thank you.